Iowa everywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. John Miller, Chris Williams, from the Channel Seed Studios, it's Miller and Williams, presented by Wild Rose Casino and Hotel. Three locations in Iowa, three times the fun. You'd rather be here. This is Iowa Everywhere. Yeah, hold on guys, real quick, I'm just turning on my DVR here. I'll re-watch the game while I do this podcast with, with John Miller. <laughs> You didn't get enough of it last night. Welcome to the program. Uh, Special live Friday morning installment of Miller and Williams. We are presented as always by our friends at the Wild Rose Casinos in beautiful Clinton, Emmitsburg, and Jefferson. Emmitsburg's the only one I haven't been to yet. I need to get over to Powerhouse, football powerhouse, Emmitsburg. When I was in high school, Emmitsburg won championship. They just won every year. It was like Emmitsburg and Harlan. They were always going to win the championship. So anyways... I love our friends at Wild Rose Casino. They've been a great supporter of mine for a really long time, and they're just a phenomenal group of people do a lot of good things for the state of Iowa. Uh, been a good couple nights for the state of Iowa. Well, at least I, I felt like Wednesday night was the women's game. Got all that national pub. The men's game was a bit of a dog, John Miller, uh, and we'll we'll talk about that. We'll break it all down for you, and we'll kick you guys off. Hopefully, uh, into your weekends with a smile. Uh, we are always in the Channel Seed Studios here on Iowa Everywhere. John Miller down in Kansas City. How are you today, my friend? I'm fantastic. Just wondering why I wasn't invited on to do this after Iowa's women beat Iowa State, the wrestling team well, beat Iowa State. I knew that was coming. So we had two guys named Chris after the women's game. And then... okay. Yeah, That's and fair. then the the wrestling thing is the same deal. We had a show previously scheduled. So now, will you tell the audience after you said that, so conspiracy theories don't fly, that I texted you early we in did. the week and said, "Hey, can we, we do did. a Seahawk reaction?" Right, right. And and here's the thing, though. Um, and I said absolutely yes. I mean, anytime Chris sends out the bat signal, especially when I get Maddie Van stats as a part of this. I mean, this is a hey, rare for me. Uh, Maddie, Maddie Van Winkle, Maddie Van Stats. I, I mean, whatever. It works, right? Uh, Maddie Van Dub. And, you know, it's like I just got called up to the A-team. I'm going to take the shot, even though I f- knew full well that this conversation today would probably not be um, as enjoyable from an Iowa fan's perspective because this is like my brother yesterday was – and we were talking – we talk about lines sometimes, and we don't usually even gamble on the games we talk about. And he's like, yeah, I got this free play. I'm going to I'm gonna lean in. I'm going to take Iowa on this and this. And my brother's not some sycophant. And I'm like, Jason, Iowa's going to get their ass kicked tonight. It's going to be horrible. Why would you do anything other than put it all on the clones? And uh, he did not fare the way, the way he wanted to because Iowa got their ass kicked. And, um, yeah, man, Iowa State – 
I kept thinking, like, is this team like 30 players deep? It felt like they kept bringing in the same guys off the bench except for number one, which I automatically uh, – there's a spot in my heart. How do you how do you pronounce that guy's name? Paveletsky? Paveletsky. Man, I got it the yeah. first try. Uh, he's Freshman got a little of the year. Freshman of the year at, uh, in the whatever league Wofford's in last year. He averaged 17 okay. a game at Wofford, uh, led the league in three-point shooting. So, yeah, he – it's a low major guy who, you know, trying to get a shot up at the high major level. And yeah, he, in fact, I just texted somebody in the Iowa State program and I said, the biggest difference I see in you guys in three weeks is him coming off the bench the way he has the last couple of games. Well, yeah. And he was off the bench early. So this is, um, this is a guy that um, clearly has a lot of trust. And, you know, I made a tweet um, after the game last night, and I think there's some Iowa fans that are uh, not happy about it because, I, you know, I complimented Iowa State. Um, <laughs> so far this year, Iowa has played three teams, and I failed to put three in there last night, put two. Iowa's played three teams that I could see making the final four. Obviously, March uh, is mercurial. There sometimes can be better paths than others, depending on your draw, depending on the stylistic matchups that you have. But one thing always travels in March, and that's defense. And Iowa State is simply going to be an elite defensive team this year. And they're going to get better on defense and probably play even more connected than they have been playing thus far, which for teams on – I mean, I, I found myself last night going, I have got to find tickets to Iowa State at in Lawrence again this year because Dude, that they don't game, play there. Are you this serious? Big Twelve. Yeah, I swear to God. Okay, how about this? I have a better for us. They Jeez. don't. It sucks, dude. This I I hate. This is why I hate conference realignment. That game. I mean, these old Big Eight, they should still play twice. Like, find a way. Like, protect those. I know that that's not the business that Brett Yormark and all these people are in, but those two teams have played home and home for, that's a big deal. There's no schools in this league that care about basketball more than Iowa state and Kansas. They need to be playing, but agree. Anyway. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gut shot. That is ridiculous. I mean, well, you want to go down I to Manhattan on me? I'll get us tickets. Um, are you going behind the bench? Are you going? I'll go if you go. I'll come pick you up. What's the date? I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. But let's, let's, I'll get us. Pre- let's work that out. If if I ever been to Aggieville, no, I've never been to Manhattan. And Do you guys I, have casinos my, down there? Yes, I have a. Ca- I literally, I have a. Ca- I have a casino five minutes from my house. I'm bro. just saying, play a little blackjack, a couple guys playing some cards. Friday in, night in in. If I don't have a conflict, I'm in totally, totally, and I will wear Iowa State gear. You heard it here first. Breaking news on the Iowa Everywhere Network. If Chris Williams is going to call in some favors and get me a seat behind the Iowa State bench, I will wear well, you're Iowa damn State right. gear. And I will, in those seats. And I will cheer, and I will cheer rapidly for the Cyclones, and it will be on television for all to see. It's like the Seinfeld episode where. Elaine wears the Orioles hat in the Yankees owner's box. And they ask I her to just, take the hat off. 
I can't believe I, I meant to send this link to you. I watched a 55 minutes uh, behind the scenes on the, the Seinfeld show topics. Oh, and really? They went in and, and, and they were interviewing Larry Dave and they were interviewing all the writers. So many things on that show like that was real. Larry <laughs> David was invited to, to sit. He got somebody's seats. They were in the owner of the Anaheim Ames's box, and it was back when the Cowboy, Gene Autry, was a big owner. They're sitting in the box, and he brought a buddy who's a Yankees fan. He had a Yankees hat on, and one of the guys came down and said, hey, can you get your friend to take that Yankees hat off? Gene doesn't want people wearing Yankees gear here. I'm going to send you that video. You're one of the people that can appreciate it. But, yes, oh, man. I will do I'll that. On, man. I will do that. Okay. At least an Iowa State hat. I can't say I'm going to go, like, clone to the bone on the no, chest. cloned out. Iowa State – Iowa State hat and a uh, a cardinal colored shirt. I'm in. Daddy Van Winks has pulled up the still image of Elaine with the Orioles hat on next to George Costanza. Yeah, no, we'll we'll try and make that happen because that the Bromwich is an amazing place to watch a game too. If you can stomach those Kansas State fans, it's a not it's a well. really. It's a really great atmosphere. And I, I think Manhattan's one of the great underrated college towns, too, in their whole little area there. It's really cool. Uh, anyways, back to the game. Hey, wait a second. It's March 9th. I'm sure I'm in. Dude, I might just stay at your house for a week because then the Big 12 tournament's right after that. Done. Done. Is your wife okay with that? She will be. I'm not a pedophile or anything. Yeah, I'm going to tell her this is the guy that you were worried about the last time that might be a little pedo, but he's not, and he's even less of one now. I got two daughters, man. <laughs> I know that doesn't necessarily mean anything in that world, but like, dude, that was a it's thing to say. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll work we'll definitely work that out. Speaking of stupid sure. things to say, did you see? Again, we're going to get back into this game. I just so this week, you're one of the few people that can relate. I'm looking around my house right now. My desk has just papers piled up. I've got 50 things around my house that I need to get done. Like this time of year, when football comes to an end and basketball starts, like it, you get into this next week, which is finals week for the athletes. And it's just like, oh my God, it's the first time I can breathe since July, is how I feel right now. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, and then you think back longingly to like those last weeks of July and like, yeah. man, what was I, what was I complaining about with nothing to write about, man, this, this is mm. brutal. Get me off this ride. I want out. Yeah. That's, that's the spot that I'm in right now. No, but, but hey, let me ask, it, I want to ask you something about that game last night. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you think that I, my analysis of Iowa state potentially growing into a final four cal folks. When I say final four, I'm not saying I predict Iowa state to make the final. No, four. I know. Gotta see the bracket. But a, a team that has the fingerprints and, and, and the archetype of a potential final four team, at least final eight, because I think Iowa state's offense is going to continue to get better. I think Iowa state is probably a shooter or two. Uh, you know, for, I think Iowa state's going to have nights where they can't hit the three. And it'll cost them, but that's over the course of a season. Their defense, I think, makes helps them make up for that. The free throw shooting could be an issue as well. But mm -hmm. what do you think? What, what do you, what do you see Iowa State's weaknesses as right now? And then we'll talk about Iowa's as well and strengths. Do you think I'm I'm? Would you agree or disagree with my belief that 
that Iowa State team, I think, has the fingerprints to get to be a, a Final Four caliber type team. I think they have the potential to be that, mainly because I think Taman Lipsy is probably the most underrated guard in America. He wasn't even on the Koozie like top thirty list to start the year. Like he's a he's a top fifteen point guard. I mean, the guy just does he does everything, makes winning plays. Um, the Gilbert kid who had twenty five last night. It's been pretty inconsistent. He's always had the talent, but uh, you have a lot of guys with Iowa State, John, that are either freshmen or they are coming up a level. So, like, their transfers now aren't Big Ten guys like they've had in the past. And I just – we'll see. Do not take this – if you're an Iowa fan, I'm just being brutally honest with what I saw last night. I don't know how Iowa State's post-play – they combined to go 14 of 17 – Last night, Iowa State. What did they have points in the paint? Like it was an absurd number. Fifth, um, uh, Forty-six. It was. It was thirty to two at halftime. I don't think that is sustainable in the Big Twelve. And you can read into what I think about Iowa's bigs by that comment. Well, they, they're I not like, good. I don't like to use the term soft because that, to me, like in political discourse, is like using the word woke. It's like, well, what does that mean? It, like, it, it's just you're trying to be. But Iowa's bigs did not want anything to do with that physicality Hmm. last night. And I just – here's the good thing for Iowa State. They're – to be honest, John, their best perimeter defender – not perimeter, their best interior defender didn't play. He's out. He'll be back in January. His name's Hassan Ward. He's their best rim protector. He wasn't even out there last night. So getting him back in the Big 12 will help. I just – last night they just feasted on Iowa's bigs early and I just when you're playing big 12 teams I I, last night looked really easy to me so like it was a great win I I agree with everything you're saying the other thing is this mom Chilovich who only had eight last night he's their best shooter and he was three of ten so you're gonna get him on on much much better nights I think they had the potential to do everything you said I I said on two guys named Chris earlier this week, at the beginning of the year, my hope for Iowa State was to be a three to five seed. I said I had backed it up to be a five to seven seed. And I, I don't know if I would change my mind on that based on last night, because I just, man, I was I was not impressed at all with Iowa. I think I, I have a lot of thoughts on Iowa. I haven't been able to talk about them. I think there's some chess moves Fran can make because I think there's some really nice young talent on that team. But yeah. Yeah, I I just don't know how much I'm going to read into how that game translates to Iowa State when they're playing Kansas and, you know, and in Houston, these teams that are just going to come try and beat the crap out of you. Right. And and Iowa beat Iowa State last year. What was it like by 20 or whatever? You were out in Vegas and saw that. Um, And, you know, Iowa was a, you know, a one and doneer in the NCAA, which, again, as I've talked about before, and I, and I still feel this way, college bat, my enjoyment of college basketball, it culminates with the greatest sporting event on the planet in March Madness. But while we also say that college basketball is all about Marge relative to how they crown championships, college basketball is also so much about the entertainment of the journey along the way, which is basically how life is. I mean, w- when we look back on memories, those that that's the journey. I'm not the, 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 the end game of life is death. We die. 
So I'm not like, can't wait to get to the, the end. I'm, I'm enjoying the journey. And that's how I view college basketball, maybe because it gets us through the death of winter. Yeah. But um, in, in this Iowa basketball team, the last four years, they've had a national player of the year candidate on their roster for four consecutive years. And Luca won it once, maybe should have won it twice. He probably uh, would have. And Luca, and Luca Keegan, and COVID. Chris. Yeah. Right. Well, they gave it to that Dayton player uh, his junior year, which I think. Oh, he, yeah. Ob Obi Topin. Ob yeah, Toppin. Yeah, there you go. Ob Topin. Ob Toppin. Yeah, Toppin. So um, they don't have that this year. Now, I've not become spoiled and naive to think that the Iowa men's basketball team is all of a sudden just going to have a national player of the year candidate every single year. But this team is I, – I'm struggling to find somebody that the Iowa can ride when they need points. Now, Peyton Sanford, we all know, can get hot, and he can go off, and I love watching him play. But his position, and he's not really an off-the-dribble guy unless he's got kind of a clunky four on him, he's basically entirely dependent on is his three ball going in, and then he can carry a team. And we saw Jordan Bohannon do it. We've we've all watched college basketball and seen those things happen. But I that's to me, guys that can put a team on their back and bust a slump and help them yeah. get over rough spots in games are not typically three reliant players. They're the rarity in this sport, like a Luca Garza or the big galoot from you know Purdue, those guys are rarities now. It's these guys like a Keegan Murray, the three and D guys in the NBA, the stretch fours, the guys that are six six to six nine that have off the dribble, take it to the rim abilities, mid range pull up pops, three uh, abilities. Those are the guys that can put you in their back. And I always had those. They don't have that right now. And like you just said, to me, I would play more Brock Harding. And yeah. I would play more Owen, Owen Freeman because those two guys, that actually gets me interested to tune and watch because this is a rebuilding year for Iowa. Absolutely. And it, it just is. And I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get pissed. My tweet last night I thought was measured voice. I'm not gonna get mad at this. This is a rebuilding year, and this, since it is, start playing for the future. Well, a lot to talk about with that. Real quick, I want to thank my uh CW pod sponsor, Steeple Ridge Bourbon. Uh, I didn't have a CW pod this week. I'm going to do a makeup one with bowl games coming up. Guess what I'm going to do coming up on the CW pod? I'm trying to get in touch. The Did you know the world champion Mario Kart player lives here in Iowa? No. Yeah. Freaking no. awesome. Trying to get her world, lined up. World champion pod. Tecmo Super Bowl player used to live in Iowa. <laughs> now he resides down in Kansas City. <laughs> Um, but anyways, no, go out and get yourself a bottle. This is a great Christmas gift for uh, somebody. It is a, a phenomenal looking bottle, too. You can always spot Pat's handiwork with the penny right there. He's a great supporter of mine. I, I love the Hoffman family out there in beautiful Erling, Iowa. They are uh, great people, and they make an incredible bourbon. It is just to die for. Give them a shout-out today. So I... We need to talk about Patrick McCaffrey, and we need to do it in a sensitive way because he's been through a lot. Uh, really a zero out there last night, John. 17 minutes, zero points. He was 0 of 3 with one rebound. Like To me, the obvious move is to put Freeman in there more for him, which it, it seems like Fran is kind of doing. 
Uh, let's start right there. What what do you what do you think of that? Like, because it, it's right, he just he looked he looked like he was physically out there, but I I just don't he just wasn't engaged in the game. It was just I got the ball. I'm gonna pat. You know what I mean? Like, do you know what I'm talking about with Patrick? Do. How do you how do you I, handle I, I, that? I, I do, and I started in the tweet that I wrote last night. I I had like about three sentences about Patrick and a couple other players. I'm like, you know what? Just don't do that tonight. There'll be time to talk about it. Um, and and I'm going to say this about Patrick. In transition, he is a great asset to have if you're able to get out, run, break, be in transition a lot. He's a great transition player. In half-court sets, he is an absolute liability, has yeah. been for the entirety of his career, but I don't blame him for his dad continuing to put him in spots that he's just not good at. He doesn't have a consistent mid-range or outside shot. His points come on kind of weird, funky old man at the Y that has a little athlete, more athleticism than most guys at the Y sorts of ways, ways that just aren't repeatable. They're just kind of funky ad libs. He gets himself caught in the air. We, one of the first things I learned in junior high is don't jump with the ball in your hand unless you know what you're going to do before you jump. Pat, his whole career, gets up in the air, doesn't know what he's going to do. And again, the, I don't see this as ripping apart Pat. He has got talent. It's just in half-court sets, yeah. and teams are always trying to slow Iowa's breakdown and gunk it up. Pat's a liability. And I do think, like you said, credit to Fran, he kind of saw that, went away with it. But the problem yeah. is it's still his kid. He's still going to get his kid minutes in half-court sets that I think is a detriment to this team. This is year four of it. It hasn't changed. It's not going to change. So I agree with you. I would, you know, Pat's minutes would go down if it was me. The Okay, I'm going to start with the negative for Iowa, and then I'll get into the more positive thoughts that I have on this team. Uh, t- Tony Perkins just isn't taking the step. To me, I thought that was the key for Iowa yeah. this year. I did this. Uh, if you want to go back and listen to it, I did a preseason podcast on Iowa basketball with Jess Settles, and we talked about this. We thought that he had to be from he, – he's always been an inconsistent guy to being the man. And we saw that it was the Indiana game last year, John, where he just kind of mm-hmm. took over – towards the end and it's like they i i thought if iowa would be an ncaa tournament team and achieve you know it's hit hit its ceiling that it would be perkins would have to be the guy to hit the gas and i'm just not seeing it he he, no, he just looks like the same guy it, it doesn't look like he's taking that step to me no, I mean, 22 minutes. Um, and again, last night's box score, it, it was yeah, the, the game was over. Last night will be skewed. Yeah, it was the game was over at the half. Um, he, he looks like a guy that absolutely knows what you're saying is true. For this team to reach its peak, he has to fill that role. And he looks like the guy that, that, has know, that knows that too well, and he's pressing, and he's, yeah. and he's just trying too hard to be that guy. I, I, I like his game. He The elements of his game, Iowa hasn't had very many of those through the years no. that, uh, with guys that can take it to the rim and finish the way that he is athletically. Um, he just 
he's he he just can't get there on a consistent basis. And that's, you know, I'm sure it's frustrating for him. It's frustrating as a fan to know that he has that ability and just can't consistently do it. It's like I get a little frustrated with DeSante Bowen. DeSante Bowen, he needs somebody to tell him, dude, you are that guy that gets to the rim when he wants to and can finish. But you 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 transition into this, um, you know, what, what, what was Superman? Clark Kent and Superman. Clark Kent, when he drives the basket, is looking to dish off and drop the dime and not take it to the rack. Or sometimes drive to the rim and dribble all the way underneath the rim and out the baseline and reset the piece. He -hmm. does that a lot. I'm like, what are Mm -hmm. you doing? Alpha, go to the rim. Draw a foul. Make things happen. You have abilities that other people on this team don't have, but he doesn't have that killer mindset. Um, and that's frustrating because he can get to the rim. So Iowa has two players right there that they normally don't have that can get to the rim and I think finish or draw fouls. And it's just, it's not there. So Iowa finds itself once again, uh, a guard or two short for any type of March, uh, impact. They, as you mentioned, soft in the paint. I mean, Ben Cricky, he's he's a nice piece. I would have loved to have a Ben Cricky when Luca Garza was there. Yeah, he, somebody he's that fine, but he can't be your guy. That's the problem with him. No, like, he's a fine player. No, he, yeah, he's the second act yeah. in a in, in a high in a high low game. Can you imagine him on the free throw line elbow in kind of a triangle play with Luca on the opposite box mm, and Cricky on the elbow? He he. Pick your poison because he'll make that shot. He's been making it all He'll make time. It all day. And then he can and then he can drop down with Luca flashing. Oh my gosh. That's what Cricky is. Cricky is not, hey, he's not on he's not the media guide cover. He's inside the first page of the media guide. But on this team, he's the media guide cover. And I think Iowa's gonna be really hard pressed to make it to the tournament. It is a rebuilding year for them. Yeah, I just so <laughs> My positives, you touched on Bowen. Like, to me, he he has that talent. That's exactly what I was going to say. He he looks the part to me, when I, especially when I watched him up close last night. Like, he he's fast. He can, you're right, he can get there. Seven of seven from the free throw line. Harding, I'm, I'm still out there on. You guys seem higher on him than I do, but I haven't, I, I don't know as he's much ex- about him. He's raw. Like he just needs to play more, and we'll we'll see more as far as that goes. I feel like Peyton Sanford obviously is your guy. Like that's your wing. Here's my question: Is the and this is where I'd be a little bit afraid if I'm Iowa, if I'm an Iowa fan, because Bowen didn't Bowen come in? I mean, he wasn't like a McDonald's All American or anything, but he was pretty highly <clears throat> regarded. He was a three star. They got they got him out. They got him out of the Northeast. It wasn't yeah. like a foregone. Comp- and so from Iowa perspective, right? Yeah. So I guess my, my question to you is, do, does he just not see guards well? I'm talking about Fran and this coaching staff. Or do they just simply not develop them? Because Perkins is really not much different than he was. My question is with Bowen, because I, I think Bowen has the talent. I think he has the ability to be an all-Big Ten type guy when he's a senior. What faith do you have that they'll develop him to be that? I guess is because this is just the whole McCaffrey era. Like it's the same conversation, elite wings. You have some elite bigs. Um, they're usually pretty deep teams, but you don't have the guards to win in March. And when I look at this roster, 
I see the exact same thing. I look down the road. I'm like, man, Harding and Bowen can both be pretty good. But what faith? Because I know Freeman is going to be an All Big Ten guy. I'm telling you that right now. He's sick. Yep. He's really, really good. Um, Sanford, same way. He has that type of potential. But when I look at these guards, it's like, what faith do we have that Fran can develop them to be that part where, man, you can make a Sweet Sixteen with this core? So I would say that since 1988, okay, um, when BJ. And Roy were in Iowa's backcourt. You could say Roy was on the wing. Iowa has uh, rarely had guards that can take them deep in a March run. They just haven't. This is a Tom Davis issue. This is a Steve Alford issue. This is certainly a Todd Licklider issue, and it also has been a really good issue. point on Davis because I watched those teams as a kid growing up. And they, I mean, Andre Woolrich, and then your Dean one. Oliver comes in with. Wasn't the most consistent at finishing at the rim. Uh, Mike Gazelle could get to the rim, couldn't finish no. at the rim. Gazelle's not um, that. Uh, you know, Dev Marble was de- absolutely a great development story by this uh, by this coaching yeah. staff. Yep. Um, but, but I think He's it's a more of the of the rarity. Um, the thing is, Fran tries to get guards. He tries to get really good guards. Iowa is just and a perpetual bridesmaid on the recruiting trail as it relates to these guys. Now, a lot of people have told me that, you know, Fran's just such a stickler to the rules and all this and that. And he chose not to get involved in the, you know, paying uh, players before it was legal. Now that it is legal, it just feels like Iowa men's basketball is not in that game either. Um, Maybe they just don't have the deep pockets of some of these other programs. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't have any other answer no. for it. If you no, I'm not. Era, I'm not asking you to defend players? it. I just I find it hard to believe that Iowa, which is a pretty good NIL situation, from what I understand, like can't be in that game in basketball. But may, I don't know. Well, don't know. okay. Uh, let, let, let me let me rephrase that because I don't have any knowledge of the inner workings of Iowa's NIL. I'm just saying from the outside looking in. Yeah, yeah, I get. It you. looks like it looks like Iowa's being outbid, buddy. Yeah, by a lot. Well, and, it doesn't honest, help either. It, the, to me, Fran has a little bit of um, Dabo Sweeney going on too. It's like every public comment you're just bitching about the system, and we all know the system sucks. But it comes off. I don't think Fran's anti these guys getting paid. I don't. He's, it, 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 he it, said he's it, not. It, yeah, it, but it comes off right. negatively, and you can get a bad right. rap with that. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like a kid's like, why do I want to go play for someone that doesn't think I should be paid? Even though they're offering me this money, I, I get it. There, there's just some other things with Iowa's roster um, building through the Fran era, and really through mo- all all these eras. It's like ser- seriously, I I don't really want to get into it um, yet. But anyway, so this is a rebuilding year, and uh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I think Can as I give long you a as positive, you realize, real yeah. positive for you. I don't think the Big Ten's very good. No. I, I, I think it's a down so year either. for that. I think it's a down year for that league. So, I mean, it, if you're going to rebuild, this might be a decent year to do it because you are like this Iowa roster yeah, you have is a- not full of babies. Like there are some experienced guys here who have been through the grind. Like if you're going oh, to rebuild, yeah. this, this may not be a bad year to do it is what I'm saying. 
No, that's a great that, that's a really good point because it might be, hey, you might win 18, 19 games in a year. Otherwise, you might have only won 14 or 15. I, and that's good. I think that's what they did. And this is Iowa's worst start since 17, 18. And I think that team was like a 14 win team that year. So you, you've got a real good point. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, we want it to be entertaining for Iowa fans. You've also got the women's basketball team that I think is going to have an entertaining year, although I kind of see the women's team playing out the way that I that I was concerned about all summer long, and that is you're you're just not going to replace uh, Monica Cisano, the mm-hmm. the bigs that Iowa has. Uh, just you know, Monica Cisano is the third leading scorer in Iowa women's basketball history that nobody even thinks about. It's Caitlin Clark, it's Megan Gustafson, and it's Monica Cisano. And Monica Cisano even shot a higher floor percentage than Megan Gustafson did. And I think ultimately this Iowa basketball team in the tournament could get bounced out before the round of Sweet 16. But it's going to be so much fun to watch the regular yeah. season. So we so we have that Iowa's wrestling team is this is definitely a rebuilding year for them. But uh, you know what? There's still enough entertainment to get us through the winter. Hey, by the way, oh, yeah. Omaha Blue. Omaha Blue, yeah. f- f- yeah. spin, spin me up on uh, this because here, here's the thing. I get that there's guys that are developmental players. I get that. But usually you don't see that for McDonald's All-Americans and five-star recruits that, like, they don't even play a minute. Is he hurt? What, what's going on? No, he's not hurt. I'll give you the – I mean, it's it's just – it's funny because even after a 25-point win over your rival, this was the question I was getting from everybody last night. And he, well, Iowa not, fans are curious because we're, we, we're not, just tuning in and we don't see Omaha. <laughs> he's not hurt. He, frankly, I mean, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. If you've watched him play this year, he's been really bad. Like, he is not – he played six minutes against DePaul. DePaul outscored him 21-4 to four during that time. Okay? Oh. Like, he's – so, well, I, I mean, say that. Well, I mean, you get outscored 21-4 to four when you're the only player on the court. Oh, I'm assuming there were four other guys out there, too. Yeah, but if you watched it, it so here's the good news that he is completely engaged. I was with the team down in Florida, right? And he's the best. He might be the best kid on the team. Like he's phenomenal. He he is not your prototypical McDonald's All American living the cushy. Like he is completely locked in, and he knows that he's got a lot of development to do. There's a couple things at play here. One, when you look at their roster, so he's not a big, but he's kind of being asked to be one. And Trey King, Robert Jones, and Hassan Ward, who didn't play last night, are all ahead of him. Those guys are all 23, 24 years old. So it's just hard in modern-day college basketball for an 18-year-old. I think if, if Omaha was a guard, he'd have a lot better time seeing the court. But the, right. the fact of the matter is he's just – He's not there right now, man. And they'll get him there. But like what what's your job as the coach to to play the McDonald's All American or to win? You know? And I, I think it'll be fun to see the next three weeks. They've got four bye games coming up. And I think we'll see a right. lot more of Omaha Baloo. But I, I think they were almost in a Here's the like everybody's like, oh my god, is he going to transfer? Is he upset? No, it's it's really not. I swear to God, it from what I understand, it is none of that. He's incredibly happy. He's the first guy in the gym every single day. Works his ass off. It's a great relationship. He's just not there yet, and hopefully, 
it, Jeff in Texas makes a good point. Waukee is different than the Big 12. And, it, and the thing is, John, like if you do look at these McDonald's All-Americans, it's 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 a little bit like football, right? Like the farther away you get from the center, faster chance you have to play early. And he's just not at the level to play against these high major bigs right now. He's just not. Yeah. Okay. Well, my my main man Robert Jones is not leaving that spot. I mean, he's my favorite cyclone. Um, he's one of my him. favorite of all times. All time. I'm I serious. saw him saw him in person last year, Lawrence, and I was like, "This is a dude I like a lot." I mean, he was just, he was like a. Did he even play against Iowa? He didn't last year, did he? Yeah, he did. He was joking he? about okay. it last night about how he wanted he to maybe, make a tech game. Yeah, because he was okay. He was a no show apparently in the game. Um, but Dude, yeah, did, man, he, do you he, remember him the last two years? Like he, his hands were bricks. Like he couldn't even. He's the worst free throw shooter I've ever seen at Iowa State. But he just plays so freaking hard. And I, I promise you, like this, this I don't know everything about Iowa State. I know this. He is the rock of that team. Yeah, in the locker yeah, I like room. Him a lot. He. And I and I know him pretty well. I've gotten to know him over the last three years. He is a fascinating human. He drives a minivan around campus. How badass is that? <laughs> he drives Respect. his mom's minivan around campus. He's the coolest like dude. That. Did you hear his quote last night? They asked him about, "Hey, what did you think about um, beating your rival the last time you play him?" And Roberts, he goes, "It was delightful." That was his reaction. He's just hilarious. <laughs> He's just a cool kid. He's a cool I like kid. He's, yeah, I, I like him a lot. I like. So him that, lot. yeah. You asked me like, what do you think? That's where I just don't know. Like, I've seen Robert Jones. And I feel like I know his game quite well. He is so much better than he was, and I know how hard he worked in the off season. But he ain't going six for six against Houston. Like this is not happening. That's where it doesn't translate. And they were just physically beating the shit out of those Iowa bigs early in that game. And you knew that that was their game plan the first time down the floor when Trey King backed in. I th- I don't know if it was Cricky or whoever was on him. Like that was oh, yeah. clear that that's what Iowa State was going to do. For sure. And I that's a, I saw that too. And I'm like, oh, that's a play that you go back to until they stop it. And, um, you know, Iowa State was just – they were attacking. They were the aggressor early. Um, there is nothing, there's no arena that coming through my television surround sound that sounds like Iowa state sounds. There's no one, there's no other arena that sounds the way Hilton sounds. It's, and, and maybe, maybe also it's the, against Iowa. There's just that extra an F you in the, in, in the sound Definitely. coming through. Yeah. It is palpably different than anything. I mean, whether I watch Duke, North Carolina, doesn't matter. There's nothing that sounds like Hilton Coliseum coming through my surround sound. Nothing like so it. They, it's, it's a, it, was, it was impressive last night. They So the students like camped out all night after the women's game. And they actually let the students in an hour earlier than normal because I think it was just like it's cold. Like they're all here. Just let them right. in. It'll, it'll help our not clog it when the other fans show up. So they let them in. The student section was a hundred percent full, like an hour and 45 minutes before the game. Like if you weren't there, you weren't getting a seat. 
it was wild. That's great. That's yeah. yeah it, that's it was great. And that's where I always like in my mind, like where do you want Iowa State basketball to be? Like, sure, you want to win final, you want to go to Final Fours, do all this stuff. I want Iowa State basketball. Like my dream for this program under Ots in the next ten years is to eventually be more like Kansas, right? Where it's a Sunday evening against Prairie View A and M, and that place is completely full with students. Like no matter the students are really good. I'm not killing them. Like they they show up, but those games it's it'll be you know. It's a Sunday afternoon, fifty percent full, sixty percent full, and they're in. Sure, dude, that's the way it is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I because I think Iowa State basketball fans can do that. I think that with consistent winning, I mean, they're going to NCAA tournaments, but just about every year. Now you've got this really likable coach that I think will be here for the next fifteen years. And that that's like where I want Iowa State to get, and like whatever with the success, but I. It, it always just blows me away when I go to Lawrence and the the kids are, you know, they, they've got a little different setup, but they're, they're sitting out there like they're not camping in tents like they do at Iowa State, but they're studying. They're, they're all in sleeping bags and stuff like that. And they, they do that when Long Beach State's coming to town. It, it doesn't have to be Iowa or Houston or whatever. And that, that again, that's where I want the Cyclones to get to. Yeah, well – I mean, Kansas is a pretty special place. Yeah, it's um, as, that's I'm as, I'm shooting pretty high, and that's okay because Hilton Coliseum is a special place too. It's just there's tears. There's there's Duke and there's Kansas. Yeah, and then there's space. I think Iowa State's right there on that next tier. But man, I do too. Um, you know, there is just nothing nothing I've ever seen like um, Allen Fieldhouse. Grace was no. texting me yesterday that there's kids that are out there camping out right now. I think Missouri may be coming to town. but uh, that And that's a big one if that's true. Allen um, Fieldhouse is the only thing I can compare it to that I've lived through was going to watch Nebraska play football in the 90s, Memorial Stadium. Right. Like j- just electric where you, you can't explain it, where, where the entire crowd – is on the exact same page. We always make fun of ourselves at Iowa State. Nobody's worse at like striping an arena than Iowa State fans. Like <laughs> it, to get all these like farmers and veterinarians on the same page. Like we're not like, and Iowa State has like fifty different colors, right? So it's really hard to get them all to to do the same thing. Yeah. 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 So, but like, yeah. what blows me away about Kansas? It doesn't matter if you have blue hair in the front row, or if you're little Gracie Miller, everybody's on the same page for the 30 minutes leading up to tip off. And it's, it's unlike anything you'll see anywhere else. Nebraska football used to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's no longer, by the way, make sure that you reach out to your friend, Steve, and make sure that he watches this one. Cause he came really hard last time. Steve, as you, as you predicted, he would. Oh yeah, he's probably thinking I'm just making all these things up to be nice. He thinks you're setting it up to then just shit all over Iowa State. So Steve, as I predicted last week, that Steve would not be a fan. Uh, he would call out John Miller for the troll job. Steve texted me right away. This is how great Steve is. I love him to death. Last night, so Steve throws like tailgates where he you would love him, man. He pays for it all. He, he pays for all of it, and he throws tailgates for just whoever wants to show up. 
and then he'll donate all of like he'll have a free will donation thing and he donates it all to charities like he's unbelievable and he waited in the parking lot to give me a cold brew coffee to drink on the way home <laughs> last night because he knew it would be a late night is what he said yeah, great. That's awesome. That's a good. That's a good dude. Yep. Yeah, yeah I would like Steve. And I, Steve, I'm telling you right now, you would like me. You would. <laughs> we would have a fun time together. I think it's a love affair between you two. To be honest with you. <laughs> Hold on. Elise wants to be on the camera. Elise has been hounding me to be on. You say hi to Uncle John. Well, hey, Elise, how are you? <laughs> man, Friday's home with Dad, man. Yeah, I used to do hair just like yours, little pigtails and ponytails. Did your daddy do your hair sometimes? She can't yeah, actually I hear you because I have the headphones in. But no, that um, makes that makes this really embarrassing. That, <laughs> not really. <laughs> Fridays with dad, man. It's it's yeah, one of our deals now, so days. it's cool. Those are good. Well, thanks for doing this, man. I I know uh, you got a lot going on. Uh, you're the old propane business. I got some propane to get back to. I got uh, the blogs don't write themselves. Last last thing. Um, do you have our trip to the Skinwalker Ranch booked? Uh, as you know, I sent you a text last night that uh, was from one of the folks at Skinwalker. They had a that was a hunting expedition. Apparently, they were trying to rid the wolves were getting a little feisty. But yeah, I said, man, I, I want to sit down with you and you, this person that you know real well. And he's like, yeah, we can go. And I just want to sit down with with Jim. And around a fire, I don't care if it's at Skinwalker or anywhere. Oh, I want to just sit around, listen to stories. I want to go to a hunt. We got to go on a hunt, not not an animal hunt. hunt. Like no, there's paranormal activity on that ranch. There is. I want to stay away from the radiation uh, areas and the, the geomagnetic things. I just really not. I don't you're pick you're as soft as Iowa's interior defense. No. No, I just have gotten the point. I'm 52 years old. Uh, you know, if I live to be like 90, it's going to be like a super fun ride the rest of the way. And I don't want to screw that up and fall down a well where there's uh, radioactive aliens waiting to gobble me up. That's fair. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's <laughs> I fair. Know. I don't know. Uh, Miller and Williams so, yeah, every week talking? presented by our friends at Wild Rose Casinos. Thanks, John. Have a good weekend. Get to work Tell on getting crazy, those. Uh, uh, go Jayhawks. All right, we'll yeah, at least well, a little bit under the weather today. We yeah. got snot in our hair. One of those the tangle things. monsters there. This is oh, going to yeah. be a good 15, 20 minutes. Get those tangles out. Oh, it's going to be brutal. Get, get the ponytail going. Then take pictures and send it out to everyone and say, look what dad has done. When moms never do that. So, yeah, A little under the weather today. Good napping day right. in the afternoon, right, Elise? Yeah. All right. All right. He's See John Chris Miller. My name is Chris Williams. We will be back next week. Iowa everywhere.